0: Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, use your toes like
1: that. Oh yeah, you like that. You like them oh, in your ears like I that. I love it. Oh, how
0: god. you like it, Adam? That's so good. Hold on. No, you say my name
2: again. One more time. Come on. Yeah.
1: Adam. Adam. Yeah. Adam.
2: Oh god. What? <laughs> I didn't even know you could use <laughs> a ladle. Maybe. Oh god. Hey,
1: what the fuck is going on here? You're listening. You're to listening to radio RadioFreeSatan.com. Enjoy the show.
2: I would like. <laughs> if I may, to take you on a strange journey.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Gordon Highlanders with Scotland the Brave. Welcome to Nine Cents. Nine Cents is a satanic perspective of our modern world, and I'm your host, Adam Campbell. It is great to have you, and I'm being joined once again by the one, the only, the amazing Aaron. How are you, oh, my dear? Hi there.
1: How are you?
0: Good, very good. I'm very excited that you agreed to come on the show again.
1: Hmm. I wouldn't miss it for anything.
0: You got a lot of praise. Oh. Maybe I too much it. Maybe too much praise.
1: Well, I can never hear too much praise. <laughs> I'm a little upset you guys so much praise.
0: Oh, come (laughs) now. It is June 9th, and we have got a fantastic show for you this week. And for a number of reasons, but the one I'm super excited about, super excited, Mm -hmm. is down at the crossroads one year anniversary.
1: (sighs) Hey, happy birthday to me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So happy and so proud. I don't know if you can see, but I've got this um, little booby cake over here for you.
1: Oh God, that's gorgeous! They look mm. just like mine. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know. There's this uh, really amazing illustrator, uh, cartoonist guy. Um, mm-hmm. I believe his name is Yosh um, Leita or Leta. something like that. Yes, Le- I Leta? think you're saying it right. I okay. think so. Uh, anyway, he he uh, he and I are probably going to be doing some some uh, you know collaboration, and and uh, these boobies may or may not be a part of it.
1: Oh so, yeah,
0: yeah. Yoshi, Yoshi's an, an awesome guy, actually. So, Josh Lotta
1: at LottaLand dot com.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize I was saying it wrong. Okay?
1: That's awesome. <laughs> Let there be no mistake. Yeah.
0: So look forward to that in the coming uh, hours, days, months, years, when we gates. Actually, get together and do it, and
1: get your approval for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys have my uh, approval. Hell Whatever yeah. you want to do. All right. <laughs>
0: well, let me let me talk about the show, and then uh, I got a couple things I want to touch on really quick, and then we can just dive right in. Sounds great. So, in the Devil's Advocate, a couple things that uh, you know, if you're in if you're in social networking at all, you notice um, sort of the worst of us comes out. As a Satanist, it's in my opinion uh, a little easy to slip into those nine satanic sins when you're online, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about social sinning network. Uh, sort of what it's all about, uh, why we have sins as Satanists, and how that's applied um, in our actions, and how that's kind of been ignored in social networking sites, or, or, or absolutely just thrown out the window, and how it's not always a good thing, if ever. In Infernal Informant, I got two articles here, Boy4, who accidentally killed Dad, doesn't know his father's gone, and Angelina Jolie's mastectomy, News Shocks, Enlightens. And I don't really want to talk about this for the obvious reasons, but we have to touch on the obvious reasons to get to the meat and potato reasons. <laughs> I guess that's not good with the... That's I mean, what my
1: tits are named, <laughs> meat and potatoes.
0: <laughs> oh, I like to pull gravy on them.
1: Hey now, over the line, sir. <laughs> you good
2: have crossed days. the lines. I said good day.
1: Good day, sir.
0: <laughs> and then down the crossroads, obviously you just mentioned it's going to be the anniversary episode 12 And I'm going to toss in a bizarre the bizarre, I think. I have a little thing I wanted to kind of bring up. Might be interesting, might be embarrassing. Definitely will be embarrassing for me, (laughs) but it'll be fun, I think. So uh, it's going to be a long episode, guys. So, uh, you know, buckle yourselves in and get ready for some hilarity.
1: That was the worst Mae West I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I went to the Highland Games. It is the Highland Games season. This is actually really exciting for me, and uh, actually because I'm editing this out of, <laughs> out of um, order, we're actually going to have already heard Scott and the Brave in bagpipes, and I know, I know I'm you so love-
1: sorry I missed that. I know you love
0: <laughs> bagpipes so much. So.
1: Yay!
2: <laughs>
0: I have an obsession with bagpipes. Um, ever since I was a little kid, just absolutely adored them, Love their sound. Uh, maybe it's because it's in my blood, or maybe it's just because I forced myself to enjoy them because of my ancestry. Either or maybe way. you
1: like the sound of a cat being run over. <laughs> Is that what it sounds like to you? <laughs> no, I Oh just, my gosh. Bad pipes. They're fine by me.
0: We should do a hmm? nothing but bagpipe episode of Down the Crossroads.
1: Nope.
0: I, I mean, nope. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> give it much thought.
1: We're not doing that. I can't think of a single blues song that <laughs> the bagpipes have. No,
0: but we could interject it.
1: Nope. We could take blue plat.
0: No, not even. I mean, what if? What if it was like really done? uh, fun and and
1: well. That will never happen. That's impossible.
0: (laughs) All right, fine, fine. Just do everything that you want to do. That's my
1: show, right? (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. So the Highland Games we went, and essentially all it is, if you've never been before, is, um. Trans semi translucent human beings melting and burning in the
1: street.
0: It's kind of all it boils down to. That's but <laughs> you know, it's obviously you know people of Irish and Scottish descent, and then just everyone's when you get these weirdos that just want to go because they they have literally no ties to what it means or or the events themselves. They have no reason to be there. They just want to go to a festival. It's weird. It's like the people who go to like Native American festivals or
1: <laughs> maybe you know, they just really like bagpipes, Adam. Mm-hmm.
0: I just, I cannot abide unless it's in your blood, man. Unless it's inside of you. Why the God. fuck are you there Dres- I'm a purist here. You're such a racist. We should give them armbands to where they're going to go. So that we know who... <laughs>
1: Hitler much? <laughs>
0: <laughs> who the people who should be enjoying it are and who are the people who <laughs> the shouldn't be time. enjoying it are. So we can segregate them. Because you don't want to find yourself, like, having a bite of uh, lukewarm sitting out in the air for four hours haggis. Elbow to elbow with someone else,
1: because you never know—is—is ha- is, has this gone bad or is this just good haggis? I will never. That's know. actually
0: really. That's how it is too. Like this I know. is really uh, awesome. Is this supposed to have the fly taste in it? Because that's, is this is this rancid
1: or is this good? I mean, hell, it's haggis. So it's both. It's either. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's a lot of fun, and you know the the family really loves to do it because the kids get to see these you know really muscle bound guys in kilts throwing cabers and uh, the kids big metal that, balls.
1: right
0: at' Uh yeah, yeah. The they kid, love being dragged you. around in the
1: They don't love horrible love... heat and <laughs>
0: and the worst part is because it's Utah, you go to a you go to a a Highland game anywhere else in the world, there's alcohol and it makes sense. <gasps> We're Scottish, we need our drink. And uh, you can't get that at all. That was a very, very bad
1: Yeah, accident. yeah. You should really be you turning your armband now, Adam. <laughs> So but, wait, uh, let me let me understand this. You you guys can't drink at all in Utah, like <laughs> we alcohol? can't drink at
0: festivals, um, at what? at this particular festival or like any Renaissance festival or that I've ever been to in Utah. Um, any type of Scottish festival, there's just no alcohol. It's really weird. So you have to sneak it in, or you know, <laughs> buy flask, or just uh, bring in your own glasses and just keep it in a cooler. Um, but it, it sort of drags down what is normally a super exciting thing when you're drunk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Everything's it, better when you're drunk. Hey, Utah, <laughs> I got a fucking newsflash for you. Everything's more fun when people are drunk.
0: And you'd be making so much more money. Because so that's money. really all these things are about, is just to generate some income. Because like every festival, it's just a bunch of people in tents selling shit. Sure. That's all it is. Um, but it's, it's fun because you have the constant uh, Scottish bands playing in the background and then you going to have the parade of clans all doing their <laughs> really sad, but it's supposed to be inspiring uh, clan motto recitals and mm. it's just really, <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it thoroughly. Sounds great. I
2: don't <laughs> if it wasn't so
0: goddamn hot, like they do in the nearly hottest time of the damn year it makes no sense and it's in this area that's essentially a parade field so there's very few trees and shade and you have to bring an umbrella then you feel like an old asian lady taking a (laughs) walk it's really (laughs) weird but um yeah it was a good time and also this weekend the very first lucifest
2: so yeah this
0: is a regional hardcore music festival that was started up by a Satanist here. Um, I believe it's from Skinned Elbow Records. And I mentioned it last week on the show. Uh, check out skinnedelbow.net. Not for this, but for their regular music. I mean, they it's essentially just a record label, except they decided to put on a band of hardcore music because they, um, I don't know, like Satan. <laughs> Which I understand. I, too, am a fan.
1: Um, and so, yeah, it was great. We yep. went there... <laughs>
0: And uh, we saw some some really great music. And hardcore, th- there's this really fantastic hardcore community. Uh, very tight-knit in Utah. But in general, I mean, it's, when I was growing up, you sort of separated out the thrashers and headbangers and rockers mm-hmm. from your straight edge. You go to a hardcore concert, and they all are together. It, it's yeah. And not in a violent way like it was when I was a kid. It, it's really actually amazing how far it's come. Yeah. And... Uh, a lot of fun i mean there there was actually for one of the bands playing their son was there and he had these earphones on to protect his cute little ears but he was up near the front mm-hmm. with a little harmonica dancing and just jumping up and down and headbanging with his dad who was thrashing hard on, on the stage it was it was really fucking cool <laughs> it's nice to know that there's uh you know it's like a, a family event i mean there was a barbecue beforehand so everyone got to meet everyone and it was a really good time, so he says he's going to be doing it every year, so I'm looking forward to it next year, but Fest was a success, and it was a lot of fun, and uh, if you're ever in the area, um, Salt Lake City, around the time it's happening, I suggest you check it out. All right, and what, do you have anything of note you want to bring? Um,
1: something about a s- hardcore really appeals to the 15-year-old boy and me.
0: <laughs> I love that hardcore music. That's funny you bring that up, because it is this <laughs> v- extremes of age range. Mm-hmm. You don't see like a twenty-five-year-old there. <laughs> it's always yeah, like si- sixteen years old and thirty-five
1: years old, and yeah, um,
0: <laughs> it's so weird. You do sort of feel like that old guy. Like I, I've never felt this way before. Yes, I always
1: feel like that old guy oh, it's everywhere of I go. your saggy balls. I mean, <laughs> 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 who told you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: If it wasn't for those, you're supposed to tuck them. I mean, it's something that I, I do. Love, right? you know, I thought
1: I was passing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my bad.
0: And, um, I'm, I'm, I'm. I have to warn you guys. Okay, a little stammering. I've been drinking my improved White House honey ale. How did you improve it? I made it much more potent. <laughs> it is. It's a seven percent honey ale.
1: God, and that's
0: it not is delicious. So sweet. And delicious, but you take a sip, and it's like alcohol is having sex with your tongue. Which is a great thing, unless you're trying to run a show. What happens
1: every time I drink? (laughs) Oh, wait, that's not alcohol. That's having sex with my mouth. Sorry. Oh, no. Back up. Back up.
0: I think that was Yosh. (laughs) Yosh. I think he's Russian. (laughs) Maybe maybe Czechoslovakian. (laughs) I am I like to draw. Yosh. That's a bad accent, too. All right.
1: I'm cutting this
0: off. All right. Let's jump in.
2: (laughs) You are your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his character for he is a liar and the father of lies. And you, are the Devil's Advocate.
0: I'm a Satanist. I'm an active member in the Church of Satan. But I do not speak for the Church of Satan. That is all. Welcome to the Devil's Advocate, everyone. Yay, Social Sinning Network. Okay, so this is just something that drives me mad. And, I mean, we have to remember, it was nearly 21 years into the CUS's existence, that this um, sort of list of nine satanic sins was even formulated, and it was done, I, I believe, partially tongue in cheek, but also partially because these are things that, um, if avoided, make a stronger human being. Not necessarily uh, a, a better one or a, a more well-rounded one. There's no really self-improvement if you just avoid these things, but it's just, it just it empowers you as an individual. So, do you want to just run down the list really quick to keep it in people's minds as we start talking about this?
1: Boy, do I. (laughs) Do
0: I ever. So, you can actually find this either from the Church of Satan website or the Secret Life of a Satanist by Magister Barton. And I believe it's still available virtually everywhere. So, if you don't have a copy, it's an amazing read and you should check it out.
1: Do you want me to read the description as well?
0: Nah, just, just the list.
1: Okay,
0: fine. The first
1: one, well, stupidity, that is my favorite one, because it has my favorite quote ever in it that says, it's too bad that stupidity isn't painful. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's the first one, is stupidity. The second one is pretentiousness. Mm. Empty posturing, which, yeah, the internet is made of, empty (laughs) posturing. And, wait, solipsism is the third one. Um, That's... The idea that you're the only thing that exists in the world and everything else is sort of like a, a fiction.
0: <laughs> and just that that assumption that everyone else um, mm-hmm. has the same thoughts and reactions to things right. that you do.
1: Yeah. like Or that the world revolves around you, basically. Yeah. And that everyone is going to think like you because why not? Uh, four is self-deceit. That's obvious. Five, herd conformity. That's a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> also a big one is number six, lack of perspective. Yeah.
0: Mm. It's amazing how how much you see these in mm. social networks. And it's really, in my opinion, the downfall of what it means to even engage with them.
1: Every day I'm on the internet, I hate it even more. <laughs> and I think it's probably going to ruin civilization. But it's too late. I'm on board. I'm already... I have so many accounts that it would just be pointless to fight it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, what else we got? Seven is forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. Eight, counterproductive pride. And nine is lack of aesthetics,
0: which is, boo, the I, worst. <laughs> yeah, I, I love this, but people go the opposite, too. You oh, know, yeah. Like, <laughs> they oh, have yeah. pentagrams and... Banned T-shirts like Slayer or or corrosion mm-hmm. of conf, you know, just like uh, these crazy. What you would think, mm-hmm. like if aliens came down and tried to be what a Satanist is uh, according to the greater scheme of the world, mm-hmm. that's what they would look like, and it's it's like a joke because it's not satanic at all.
1: It's usually really helpful though in knowing like the you know who's a, sort of a legitimate mm-hmm. Satanist and he's just kind of like into it for that aesthetic you know for the yeah, aesthetics very,
0: very very true and it, it feeds into that idea of herd conformity where they're mm-hmm. they're dressing a certain way because they want to say that they're a satanist and so they appear <laughs> as a satanist without having to say it and yet they're sort of conforming to this herd of morons that do such things and and celebrate such things it's it's really pretty aggravating so Let's talk about this in the context of social network sites, because when we live our lives uh, offline and we're at our businesses and we're at our friends and we're uh, out in the market I'm in never. the real world, I don't I don't know many people who who really tiptoe on any of these sins and, and certainly we're human beings. And so you're going to have moments where you stumble on them just <sighs> because of circumstance. But as soon as you get into a social networking situation, it's almost celebrated. To, Hmm. I mean, they sort of just, the herd conformity is the biggest one for me Mm -hmm. in in social networking circles. It drives me crazy because if, the whole concept of social networking is that everyone clumps together in in one like-minded way to celebrate someone or some idea.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's... it's kind of hard to be, you know, really nuanced and <laughs> in specific online, especially if you're not online all the time. It's pretty in- impossible to convey exactly who you are and every, you know, subtlety of your personality. So in a way, like everyone sort of becomes a stereotype online. You know, you're you're kind of one thing, and you know, some people um, just perceive you as that. You know, they think they know you because they know your online presence but I mean who has time to really convey their deepest you know most sincere thoughts online so in a way it's just sort of a broad caricature of who you are online and so you know who people are online isn't necessarily who they are at home or even legitimately you know they're not trying to be something that they're not they just kind of come off that way because who has time to fucking really be themselves online.
0: It is an interesting idea that you're almost a caricature of yourself the second you sign into any site where you're just, you're jumping on one, one tiny fraction of who you are and projecting it Mm -hmm. in any given scenario. And, you know, in and of itself, I don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, you're just, it's, it's a time waster really. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's all you're doing. But I think for some people it becomes more than that. And sure. I think for some Satanists, it's much more than that. It, mm-hmm. it becomes a place where feelings come into play, which in mm-hmm. my mind is absurd. Why it anyone would get upset it, on a social networking site is beyond me.
1: Well, okay. It, mm-hmm. so go,
0: ahead.
1: go ahead. No, I don't want to step on your point. You finish I was actually going to move on. <laughs> oh, don't do that. I've got a lot to say. Uh, do it. <laughs> no, but um, this is one of the things I've, I've talked about before uh, with some friends of mine is that you can say, it's really easy to say, like, oh, it's, you know, because everyone feels a little ridiculous when they say, oh, I got hurt because somebody said something on Facebook. You know, it just sounds ridiculous when you say it and when you think it, you know. But the truth is that there, it's all online, it's Facebook, but there is a real person behind those words that that, it, that are being said. And of course, it, it helps to keep a perspective, you know, that, um, again, it's online, so people um, put up False, you know, put up facades, and but it is an actual person. And and when they say something hurtful, then it's a real person saying something actually hurtful to you. So it's sometimes too easy to just say, Oh, how can you get upset about something on Facebook? Well, because somebody at their home on their computer actually said that, you know, took the time to write, like, you're ugly, or you know, whatever it might be. Like, there's (laughs) actually someone there, right? No, I don't believe you. You see it. You say it like every day, and I'm just like, okay, but and then you—it's really like abusive relationship at this point.
0: (laughs) Okay, I I see your point. Thank Um, you. I'm gonna raise you a little bit. Do it. (laughs) Because in its in its core, it's it's too easy to miss um, intention. So you and I joking. (laughs) as we are right now, if that was typed out, we could be completely lost. And we would just be, like, horrible people talking Mm. shit about each other online. And people would be taking sides, and, you know, it'd be really bad.
1: Well, that's why God invented emoticons. (laughs) 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 Winky
0: face! Um, (laughs) Point being that not everyone uses emoticons, and not every negative uh, or even hateful comment is meant at the time or period and so mm-hmm. it's sort of uh, the individual reading into and taking too seriously these ridiculous uh, insults and what does that say about as you as an individual and in your own sense of self-worth if, mm-hmm. if you're going to be upset so much I mean if someone walked up to you on the street and said you're ugly and walked on or if it was an ex-friend or something they said that would it bother you as much
1: well, if they said lol after then no cuz I I know they would. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see
0: what I'm getting yes. at? I, I it yes, really course, seems yeah. like I'm like, sure we both
1: agree really on this point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, and it's not just it's not just solipsism. It's not just herd conformity. Um lack of perspective is is a a really fallback of every human being in any given situation and and experience and is the only thing yeah, yeah, and having a healthy, realistic self-esteem. And, and so that's sort of the counterproductive pride part of the sins and pretentiousness part of the sins where you have to have a, a healthy and honest view of yourself going into any um, any environment, whether it's online or offline, uh, business or, or play. Agreed. So do you think that we should be more liberal because it's hard to determine intention it, it, and it's something as silly as an online chat room or, well, or yeah. message board should we be Absol- more liberal with these sins
1: well I wouldn't use the word liberal because.
0: should we be more conservative no. with
1: these? <laughs> <laughs> that's better no we should definitely take with a grain of salt anything that's said online and, and just take a moment before you get offended and just say oh wait this is the internet there's a very good chance that I'm misreading this um, statement or whatever it is you know maybe uh, take a minute to think critically about what's going on Yeah,
0: and I mean, just in my experience, and I'm sure you've seen this very much as well, it's kind of hard to avoid, whenever you're in an online situation, there's people that clump together because they want to be associated with the reputation of that individual. So Erin, for example, has a huge following because she's super awesome, and people want to capitalize on that, and I've, I've talked about this briefly before, but I think that's a sin that we should even take more seriously in mm-hmm. in me, my personal idea. We should take more seriously in a social networking because that at its very core is huddling together like sheep.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: and that is the exact opposite of what Satanism is. And what, what Satanism stands for as celebrating as an individual. You're literally latching on to other people yeah. for... Reputation or perceived reputation, and that's I mean, that's a huge sin.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a form of coattail riding, which I think should be the 10th satanic sin. <laughs> Get off my coattails, asshole.
0: It's so I, I just want you know, whenever anyone lives about their day to day, you never really think about the nine satanic sins because you're focused on life, and that I think is the way it should be. Mm-hmm. But when you're online, you have the time to write out and type out. Um, thoughts and ideas and that's where you have the benefit of taking two seconds and thinking wow how am I going to be portrayed when I hit enter and how is this going to reflect on me and in my behavior how is that going to reflect on me because it doesn't matter what we think it doesn't matter what the world thinks it means everything about what you think about yourself and you may be doing yourself a disservice by <laughs> typing out that fast reply and hitting enter a little too quickly. Mm-hmm. So, keep those sins in mind when you're in your social networks, people. Let's move on to the Infernal Informant. Let's
2: do it. Psst. Hey, hey. Hey, come here. Psst. What? Huh? Me? Do I know you? Hey, you're a religious man, aren't you? No more than anyone else. Listen, listen, I got a secret. It's, it's been eating me up and I gotta share it with someone. Get the fuck out of here, kid. I don't know you. No, listen, man. It's about you. It's about your life. You're about to have what what alcoholics refer to as your moment of clarity. What are you talking about? Are you okay, son? Sins are indisposable to every society organized on an ecclesiastical basis. They are only reliable weapons of power. The priest lives upon sins. It's, it's necessary to him that there be sinning. Who the fuck are you, kid? I'm your infernal informant.
1: From ABC News, this is boy, four, who accidentally killed dad, doesn't know that his father is gone. A four-year-old boy who accidentally shot and killed his father still doesn't understand what happened to his dad and is looking for his friend and playmate, the man's mother said. The accident occurred Friday when Justin Stanfield Thomas, 35, of Phoenix, was visiting his former roommate in Prescott Valley, Arizona, with his son, his family said. Thomas' four-year-old son, who is currently at home with his mother in Phoenix, still does not understand what happened to his father. He doesn't know that his father is gone, the boy's grandmother Marilyn and told ABC News. He's still waiting to hear to play with him some more. Thomas took his son with him Friday when he drove from his Phoenix home to pick up his bed from his former roommate in Prescott Valley his mother said when they arrived Thomas's son reportedly found a gun in the home the boy accidentally pulled the trigger and shot his father Thomas was in critical condition when he was taken to the hospital where he later died Andrietta who lives in Tampa said her eldest son <laughs> Tampa said her eldest son was a former Green Beret who who was stationed in Iraq in 2003 and 2004 but before he served in the military full time, Thomas did stand up comedy. Okay, he was very gregarious, <laughs> very outgoing. Why would that even be thrown in? Oh, because he's a fun-loving guy. I mean, he's a green beret with a heart of gold and a sense of humor. Apparently, a big funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> he was very gregarious, very outgoing. He had a marvelous sense of humor. I don't believe this been for a minute. Yeah, this is his mom,
0: isn't it, he, saying this? Of course she's going to say so, this. Yeah, right?
1: He, uh, we had a very special relationship. He was my best friend. Thomas was a weird. father of two. Is it weird? I don't know. To be best um, friends as a boy with your mom? He's not like a kid, like a baby. I mean, he's yeah, like a... why would
0: he still be his best I was, friend?
1: My, my dad was my best friend. What? That, he totally was. My dad was totally my best friend in the last years of his life. Anywho... All right, you Thomas say it is, like
0: that and I can't even make fun of you for it. That's crazy. Yeah, try you to make shouldn't. fun of
1: my relationship with my dead dad. I'd love God to see you do that. it. <laughs> fucked up. I have, so, I have two trump cards and it's the greatest. Okay, anyway. Uh, Thomas was a father of two. In addition to a four-year-old boy, he and his girlfriend had a two-month-old baby, Andrea. <laughs> Alright, uh, no jokes. Okay, <laughs> ABC News, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so... <laughs> This is tragic,
0: right? I, I wanted to jump in with the trump card. At least I got the black trump card. You can't play that shit.
1: No, I have two dead parents. Like boom, boom, I win. It's fucked up. Yes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> 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 All right. So, I mean, let's talk about this article really quick here. I I just brought this forward because I wanted to. I mean, we, I've mm. I've had an episode dedicated to gun rights. And I know that situations like this, people want to jump on that bandwagon and start talking about it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with dialogue. But I didn't bring it up for that. I wanted to talk about responsibility. Go back to those satanic ideals that we hold so dear. It doesn't sound like this guy was living at this apartment anymore. He was going to pick up his bed from a former roommate's... I mean, this guy's a Green Beret. He is trained in weapons. Surprisingly, his roommate had to be a moron to leave a gun out for a four-year-old to get a hold of so i i have a hard time it's it's sad that you know the child killed his father and that's probably gonna fuck with him his whole life so he's gonna have he's gonna have some real issues to get over uh, uh, to be a imagine? successful healthy human being i mean that's gonna oh, be that really fucking fucked. hard
1: yeah kid's fucked
0: <laughs> um but whose fault is this i
2: the I kid's mean, this, fault. <laughs> this besides the
0: gun crazed <laughs> child who's probably playing Angry Birds, which everyone knows is a gateway drug to killing. Yeah, all right, <laughs> that was
1: weird. <laughs> I took a turn
0: for the weird real quick. Uh, but seriously, like this this kid, he doesn't know. It's just a toy to him. It, it, every single gun toy looks the exact same. So,
1: what, what kind of gun is it? I wonder. I mean, I went shooting oh, yeah, a couple weird. weeks ago, and I put you know. It you can't just like touch a trigger and it goes off like it you have to it's hard even if I can't imagine a four year old pulling any trigger unless it's like
0: on a, pin, on a handgun
1: yeah like oh, a probably. well yeah. I mean all he has
0: to do is fuck with the safety for two seconds and then pop and pull the trigger yeah I guess and then that's the other thing is it obviously depends on the weapon that was used because some have. Uh, more forgiving triggers some have yeah. safety mechanisms this one obviously didn't yeah. um, and but so safety if, probably wasn't on right so when we talk about the gun debate and mm-hmm. stories like this are brought up and, and people get all upset about it well they shouldn't get upset because no. this is what it means to be a gun owner is to have a safe place for your weapon mm-hmm. you don't leave it loaded under your pillow. For a four, and that's probably not what happened, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. For your four year old to come stumble across. I mean, you deserve to be shot if that's what you're doing because it is an inevitability. Did I say that right? Yeah. It's going to happen. It just hands down. Well. In any household without weapons in uh, a, either a gun safe or separated from uh, their. Uh, <clears throat> clips or the ammunition in access of children
1: Okay. Uh-huh. it is going to happen.
0: Like Children will play with them because they are available. I don't okay. know any boys or girls that do not immediately reach out and grab weapons when they're laying around. Whether it's a, a gun or whether it's a sword or a stick that they want to play like it's a <laughs> weapon. It's just ingrained in us to like be violent.
1: Um, uh, I would have to disagree with you. I, I'm not saying... I don't know if I disagree with it's in our nature to be violent, but a four year old they do you think they're really sophisticated enough to have a sense of like that sort of, of danger? With poor? Oh I mean I well, don't have first kids, all, So,
0: First of, of all know, they, they need to be if you have weapons, they need to be educated about them. Yeah, so but it this, is this incumbent isn't, upon it? the parent to instruct them that this is a dangerous thing. But oh. You don't blame the kid in this situation because he's just doing what he's shown is popular and cool in movies and on TV and in their games and in real life with playing with other kids, you play cops and robbers, you play cowboys and Indians, you shoot people, and it's a normal thing. So when he sees a gun laying around, he obviously isn't thinking it's a dangerous thing because his parents didn't teach him that it was a dangerous thing or that it was a real tool rather than a toy, which is, again, the parents' fault. I mean, he was set up to do this the whole way. <laughs> a patsy. Way. The
1: kid's a patsy. Exactly. No, uh, I, I don't know, though. I mean, uh, here consider this. Okay, the man and his four-year-old son, you know, the guy's going over to get his box spring or whatever from his ex-roommate's house. Maybe the guy didn't know the... The, guy, the other guy was bringing his kid along, bringing his four-year-old, like, what if he just showed up with a four-year-old and he had no idea and he was just sitting around, you know, keeping his guns the way he's allowed to keep his guns because he doesn't have kids. He doesn't have to worry about the environment. He just has a gun, has, you know, and knock on the door, here's a guy, and he's like, oh, hey, and completely forgets that he had his gun. I don't know how you do that, but, you know... I'm imagining a scenario
0: where a a coffee table is just completely covered in weapons (laughs) and this guy's just like sitting back watching porn on his TV. (laughs) The door rings and he's like, oh yeah, Bill was going to come by and (laughs) Thomas was going to come by and pick up his boxed ring. I'll I'll put my penis back in my boxers and go answer the door. Wipe (laughs) his hands before he opens the door, obviously. You don't want to leave that stuff laying around the yard. Um, right. So he opens the door, the kid runs mm. right past him, immediately <laughs> beeline for the gun, grabs the pistol, turns around and shoots the guy. Mm. That had to be what happened. No, y-
2: what you don't leave chances? your weapons like,
0: laying around. You, even, yeah. if, even if this guy just lived his life like that, it's an irresponsible way to treat weapons. So you're not respecting the weapon by yeah. leaving it laying around. And, and any gun advocate I know completely respects their weapon and, and would never... Just leave it laying around. Because what if it wasn't a kid? What if it was just someone breaking into his house? Then he's out five to $2,000. 500 bucks to $2,000 $2, for the gun. You know what I mean? I mean, you just don't want your stuff stolen and just... I don't know, man. It's weird that it would just be laying around. Whether he knew the child was coming out or not.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. I
0: mean, it's just like, put it away. It's a fucking dangerous tool. I mean, what the But what fuck? do
1: you think the chances are that he would... The kid would shoot his dad? Like, don't you think he'd shoot it into, like, the ceiling or the wall or something first? Like... Well, how would you, why would your instinct as a four-year-old be to point it at your father and accidentally is, discharge the weapon? That's an
0: interesting thought, because <laughs> when, I was, um, when I was growing up, there was a Halloween I dressed up as an army soldier. And uh, a buddy of mine who was in, hey, what do you know? He was in a Scottish pipe I me, mean, He was a oh, piper. Boy. He came over and he brought over an old um, revolutionary rifle i think it was a replica but anyway uh, he brought it over so i could sort of play with it and look at it i took it over and i showed it to my stepdad and i pointed it at him you know like dad look at this and i pulled the trigger oh god nothing happened obviously it's it's a replica (laughs) it's not a real rifle but i could completely see how how that would happen because you (laughs) just want to show that (laughs) other person that you respect and you know i mean he was in vietnam and so he freaked the fuck out he lost (laughs) his mind when i did that but and i didn't fucking understand it. I was a kid I was actually a lot older than this kid too. So you could argue uh-huh. that I wasn't I wasn't raised with respect for weapons. Yeah. Or um it's just it's and it's a natural thing to want to include your father in something that you're excited about. In this case <laughs> it was to show him this really cool Killing. rifle. Killing and, people. And then that's the thing is that it wasn't you know, that wasn't in my head like, ooh I'm gonna shoot you. Ha ha <laughs> you know, it was just it was just part of the the showing off of the weapons. So I could see how a four year old would be similar to that in that they grab it. They don't really understand it. They're playing cops and robbers. They point to the person that they know, you know, mm-hmm. they love. They want to play with their dad. Hey, dad, look, pop. <laughs> God. And, and it's over. You know, I I could completely see that as a, a logical series of events. I suppose unfortunate, so. Yeah. Unfortunate. <laughs> very unfortunate. <laughs> but it, it's hard to it's hard to point blame at anyone except for the I'm roommate un- and the father, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the roommate for sure. He, yeah. I mean, it was his gun. He was he should have been responsible for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just it makes every gun owner look bad, you know. And yeah. it's sort of that idea that mm-hmm. now every gun owner has to make up for that one douchebag, and and make you know some pretty hard arguments about that one douchebag who left it unattended while a four year old was running around.
1: Yeah, because true. there
0: are some really responsible people out there with guns.
1: Most. I mean, you know, for the most part. I would say, yeah, most.
0: Yeah. Well, mm, I don't know. I I think about the the South and the Midwest, and I have a hard time saying most.
1: I don't know.
0: I've met some some regular people that are just total douchebags (laughs) that love guns, you know? Yeah, I guess. I guess I'm biased,
1: because everyone I know that owns guns are responsible. You're fortunate. I uh,
0: all right. Well, let me uh, let me do this next one here. Do it. So I don't know if you knew this or not, but there's an actress known named Angelina Jolie. Who? And uh, I, oh my gosh! In ha- did you ever see Hackers? Sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was my she first the exposure. What?
1: She had the. Did she have short hair then? <laughs> yeah. 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 She, she wasn't was
0: great as a face in that movie, Mm-mm. but her body was kicking. Yeah. Oh goddamn I love that show. And actually I've, I've watched it since and it's very funny seeing like the technology. Like you watched <laughs> it
1: from beginning to end? Yeah, of course.
0: Oh. oh. oh well first though. off, that's how we used to do it as <laughs> Yeah, people, we don't as, have as, like, to boys. anymore. Yeah, that's we we had the benefit. I mean, when you're on a VCR, it's no, such a pain know. in the ass to fast forward anything if people know what BCRs are anymore. <laughs> but, like, you would watch, oh, I would watch an entire National Geographic movie to get the hint at Aboriginal boobies.
1: Oh, like, God. <laughs>
2: did
1: your dad not have Playboys? What's wrong? And he was Mormon. <laughs> they don't.
0: I had Who... Sears catalog and I had National Geographic.
1: Aw, oh, no wonder you're a pervert. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, my friend's dad's had uh, uh, Playboys and that was like it, it was like opening the the holy grail or something it, it hmm. was just amazing.
1: You should have been friends with me my dad had tons of porn
0: I wouldn't be able to be friends because he was already your best friend. Oh, I see I have see. been second string <laughs> Well, yeah <laughs> And that's just kind of weird? Hey, you want to come over to my house and look at my daddy's porno
1: mags? I would have been like can't, can't we just fool around? <laughs> like, why? Well, that, was that. My, that was a euphemism. My dad's porn is a euphemism for my vagina. <laughs> That's I call it still to this That's day. That's creepy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see my dad's porn collection? That's
2: so creepy. <laughs> oh. That is really gross. <laughs> that I, is so creepy. I regret that joke on YouTube. <laughs>
0: Alright, well anyway, this is USA Today. Let's get back to the article here. All right. Or maybe just start the article. And it was posted on the 14th of May. So yeah, Angelina Jolie... Uh, for fear of developing breast cancer, because she had it in her genes, uh, specifically, I'm I'm pulling it down here, BRCA1 and 2, give you a percentage likeliness of developing cancer in your uh, older life. Her mom had cancer. Um, It wasn't breast. I believe it was ovarian. Ovarian. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, But so in order to prevent that obviously she just went had a mastectomy which if you're not familiar it means they remove your breasts and then she had them uh i guess reconstructed uh through um surgery which is amazing and a little bit sad so like the the child in me is absolutely just destroyed that these wonderful amazing breasts that i was had <laughs> in my bank for so so many years up until last week
1: um, <laughs> was it was I'm, just this wonderful thing, you know? It was, I'm fairly certain that her new boobs are new and improved. Boobs. It is not
0: the same. I I am one of the people who do not find the same comfort in fake boobs versus I've real boobs.
1: Never touched a fake boob. Can you believe that? At my Actually, age, I
0: can't. I I mean, most women who get them, they share them.
1: I like, know. Hey, look, touch, feel. Oh, wait. Maybe I have, actually. But I've never, like, yeah. spent time with them. Like, an, never enjoyed Like, in an it. intimate setting. I never got to, like... And, you know, I never had, like, one in one hand and one in the other. You know, it's one of those things where you really have to have... I I need to actually work on that. I need to have, like, yeah. a... Here's a real boob. Here's a fake boob. You know, Let's like a sure Pepsi Coke kind of happens. thing. Sure, you're invited. The whole <laughs> internet's invited. I'll turn on my
0: webcam. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay so back to this
1: sorry, <laughs>
0: sorry. it's not well about residence.
1: you <laughs> it's always about me uh
0: and so she's being heralded as a, a hero as uh, someone who not only brought to light these two genetic mutations brca one and two but also the idea of a mastectomy as a uh, celebrity i wanted to talk about this in the context of their ability to control the dialogue.
1: yeah, this really
0: is something that she was she was traveling to third world countries in the middle of these uh, surgeries, which I mean, I mean, let me sort of like lay it out. i'm I'm a fan of women. <laughs> I celebrate strong women, and I absolutely adore them. I never knew that Angelina Jolie was a really strong woman. This let me know that she is. I mean, I think what she's done, the way she did it was amazing. What I, I don't think she's a hero for doing it, but just the way she handled it, I was really impressed with. What was amazing about it is that they were able to do something that every other... Um, you can't, as a celebrity, you cannot walk out of a coffee shop without having it plastered on every social networking site and images sold to TMZ and every shitty publication like USA Today that we're reading this story from. But they controlled the entire message. No one had a fucking clue about it. And she was out doing things. I mean, what kind... You have to have a strong sense of self and a circle of trust yeah, with the sure. people. I mean, none of the nurses said shit. None of the doctors. And they could have gotten a shitload of money for doing that. I mean, that's that's an amazing thing.
1: But, but I, you know, if you think about it, those two have more money than God, right? So easily they could say whatever anyone offers you for any information I will double it and they could do that with petty cash you know what I mean like money buys a lot of trust and a lot of respect
2: yeah that's true
1: and I, I think it's too um, you know it's too, too easy to call her a hero or to say that this is a great feat of PR you know of secret keeping the fact that. Money can buy you anything in this and in this case, I have a feeling that their money bought them privacy
0: you don't think that 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 is just one of the many tools in your tool belt belt of lesser magic
1: money yeah sure yeah no i i yeah I would definitely agree with that
0: so I mean, you know really, whatever means that they did it, the fact that they were able to do that oh it's impressive yeah i think yeah i mean it is it is pretty damn impressive, especially. Mm-hmm in a world where we celebrate these people. I, I mean, personally, I think they are wildly overrated. I, I do not think An- yep. An- Angelina Jolie is a good actress. I think she's horrible. Mm-hmm. I have not seen every movie, so all of you fanatics out there, you know. just I've seen them all. Well. She's bad and all, Mom. <laughs> I mean, She's just not that great. Her body is kicking, and that's why, and her lips. Oh, my gosh.
1: She's a pretty girl. She's yeah, a and that's why. I mean, she's
0: got these really kind of weird like stout shoulders but yeah. aside from that you know she's she's pretty awesome and Brad Pitt I I've never been that uh, impressed with I mean a he's a handsome up. man but
1: uh, actually I think he's a fairly good actor I have I think he actually has some chops and it just it's sort of um in, you know despite his good looks he's he's actually a really good actor
0: yeah I think so what what do you
1: think he was good in I liked killing them softly but a lot of people hated that movie but I I think was really got good through on. that he was great in Seven, I thought, where he played, like, sort of a, oh, you know, kind of naive, but.
0: I mean, I feel like you could get any guy off the street to do that role. In no, Seven? I did not I think.
1: It... I don't think so. You what think he had 12 nuances? Monkeys? Twelve Monkeys. <laughs>
0: Twelve Monkeys was pretty funny. Right? He did good in that. I guess. I mean, it's he's been... a crazy dude. I mean, how how hard is it to be crazy,
1: right? It's hard to be believable as crazy. Is it? Sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, Jack Nicholson did the opposite his whole life, his whole career.
1: I know, he acted sane. Crazy as <laughs>
0: shit, and he acted sane in one or two movies. At least yeah. one or two. At least That's so. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> but to be sane and that crazy, I think that's just normal. It's just like...
1: Oh, no, not be believably. Weird. I guess. I mean, unless... Eh, maybe so. But he couldn't fool everybody.
0: Yeah. I mean, either way, he's wildly it's successful right. and popular. Um... And so, you know, I don't, I don't want to celebrate them as individuals. Just that, the way that they controlled it, I think, I think we, as Satanists, can take cues from controlling the message of our <laughs> reputation. We, we don't always have absolute control. And certainly, the more open you are about being a Satanist, the more out there you are, you have to truly focus and control the conversation about <laughs> you, if there is even... conversation. So a lot of people don't even bring it up because they don't even want to deal with that Mm. part of it. You and I now are are sort of in a difficult position where obviously we do not have near the exposure that they do but it's still the idea that we are out there as Satanists Mm. and so we have to be able to control the dialogue of our reputation or else others will do it for us. And I mean there have been some real negative uh, things that come about when you don't control your reputation. Um, and not only on an individual basis, but collectively, you know, people can uh, shove you out of town. I mean, you know, ridiculous things like that, which have been uh, rumored to happen uh, to less than uh, wonderful human beings. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, some <laughs> of they deserved it, maybe. But, you know, I- the idea of controlling your own dialogue is important because it's something that you have to actively address. Um, Going back to that original discussion we just had in The Devil's Advocate, make sure you're controlling the way that people see you. It is not only a responsibility, but as a Satanist, it's, it's just it should be an innate thing that you do. You don't just lay everything out for everyone to see. You have to control what aspects of your individual identity you're willing to share, and and how that's going to impact your actual offline life and career and family. It is incredibly important. And these two, two blah, these are two people who did it amazingly well and continue to do so. And um, for that, I think it's something worth looking into on an individual basis for us. Here, That's really all I want to talk about that. <laughs> so let's uh, let's do a little down the crossroads, yeah?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Ah, <laughs> right, there you will. So you won't stay out in this blackout? Sure was dark that.
0: Thank you for the ride, sir. I think I'll be fine.
2: you yourself.
1: What are you doing out here?
0: Oh, I- I'm-, I'm headed down to the cross. crossroads. <laughs> Wait,
2: Miss. You can't be. You're the, you're the devil. devil. But you're, you're beautiful. beautiful. Just sign here. Oh my
1: god. Hi there.
0: Hey, down to the crossroads. Anniversary special. Woo! Happy
1: birthday to me. I didn't spit already, but I'm doing it again.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm going to do the Maryland. <laughs> Happy birthday to <laughs> uh, okay.
1: me. Okay. Happy <laughs> down to the <laughs> oh. That is the sexiest Marilyn mm. ever. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, it's the lingerie I'm wearing. It really sells it.
1: Yeah, get you in the mood, you know?
0: Hell yeah, it's it's really important, too. The the longer you're married, oh you'll be dressing up. I mean, some people like the girl to do it, but whatever. You um, guys are
1: open-minded, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know? uh, so what do you have for us this the anniversary episode. What do you have for us? Yay.
1: Well, I'm calling it the birthday episode. I am one year alone today. Oh, you're um,
2: so cute. Though so I'm teething. That's how we talk to babies. I
1: wouldn't know. I'm to try to keep those away from me at all costs.
0: All right, so for one year, what
1: do you have? Well, I have it's the birthday episode. So today june 9th the day we're recording this it's skip james birthday and skip Mm. james is one of the absolute greats and i know that if 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 there was a drinking game for down to the crossroads every time i said this guy's great there would be like college kids drinking because i say that a lot but drink 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 drink. she said skip James. she said he's the greatest again (laughs) but yeah skip james Come on. I mean, no one can really argue with the fact that Skip James is one of the best. Uh, so today's his birthday, but tomorrow, Howlin' Wolf's birthday, and Hattie McDaniel. Now, Hattie McDaniel, you probably know better not as a blues musician, but as Mammy from Gone with the Wind. <laughs> right? I don't know oh, enough about yeah. babies. Isn't that what she said. Yeah. Um, so yeah so anyway tomorrow's her birthday so oh my gosh
0: i just realized oh yes. fuck. i was gonna uh. oh what? i was totally gonna bring up a, a yentl reference earlier <laughs>
1: with the four-year-old boy who shot his dad is papa. there a yentl reference maybe i'm not no, i'm not really, familiar with yentl, i guess
0: you ready you ready here it is papa
2: can you hear me oh my god papa,
1: can you see me I,
2: I yeah.
0: Are... man, that, oh that wow. was so, we... uh, I'm so late for that. God damn it! We All can right, put it in. Sorry.
1: We we can do it in post, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we know that you have Yendel in, in your back pocket.
2: No. Totally.
1: I can do the whole Jesus Christ Superstar from beginning to end. Really? So. Oh my God! I love fucking Jesus Christ Superstar. Really? Oh my God! What the fuck? Why are you so surprised by that? Uh, 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 uh. All, right. all wow. right. What? don't you like about it? Just because no it's no longer finding you attractive. <laughs> that was it. Oh, that, I'll take that as a compliment that you used to think I was attractive. What do you mean?
0: Oh yeah, right? in, in in the
2: past.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's okay, I'll take it. I'll count that. I'll put that in the pro column. The win.
2: Hey. Yeah, there's very, what don't you like
1: about have you ever even heard jesus christ superstar of course not that's have you why seen the movie it. of course oh, not. Do-, do-, do 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 you know how ignorant you sound right now
0: hey some people are good at some things i happen to be great you're at you're good at being ignorant no 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 great
1: great at ignorance great all right <laughs> that feather right in your stupid old that's my sin cap. <laughs> that's stupid like old that. dunce cap
0: <laughs> i'll sit in the corner while you continue
1: <laughs> okay back to the music huh but seriously go listen to the fucking go see the movie jesus christ superstar everybody including a special
2: corner? Yeah.
1: what can i come out of the corner no yes i guess i can't do this by myself all right, all right so back to hattie mcdaniel happy birthday um so yeah everybody probably remembers her as mammy um Nothing about birth, no babies, unless I've got that wrong and somebody will tell me. But I'm pretty sure that's who that was, right? I'm like, Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> you, you Googled it real fast. <laughs> but um, yeah, so everybody knows her and she, you know, kind of looks like Aunt Jemima. But it, she was really important, you know, to the African-American community. She was the first black woman to win an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in that role. Um, let's go ahead and play the music, shall we? This one okay. is, is gonna be called, I Thought I'd Do It. I'm gonna hit play. So it's real like barrel house, piano based blues. She wrote this song herself, which I think is really great.
2: Yeah,
0: she's kind of pretty, I Yeah, it.
1: yeah. I know you're into the black chicks. Adam's got jungle fever. But she's got a great voice, right? Oh, that's fun, I oh, Yeah, that's yeah, great. So like I was saying, she she was the first, you know, she was very groundbreaking at the time. She was the first African-American woman to win an, or African-American person to win an Academy Award in 1939. And then she also was one of the first um, black women to sing on American radio in 1931. So she was a lot of firsts. Um, and this song is really great. It's just a great standalone blues song, even if she wasn't Mammy. I mean, she is... Your all I mean, it's great. She wrote this song. She wrote the, the lyrics. She says, like, you never miss your sweet cake till your sugar's all gone. And <laughs> yeah, which is great. Which is, you know, a, a theme throughout music. And, you know, miss your water till your wells run dry. And it's just basically the song is about I'm not I'm refusing. I refuse to take you back because you're a cheater. Just once
2: more. Several times I thought i do
1: so when she says, I thought I'd do it, she was talking about taking this cheating guy back. <laughs> it's great. You know, she was, I mean, you know, she was in over 300 films. Uh, one of them, uh, Murder by Television, which everyone should see, which is a pretty terrible movie with Bella Lugosi from 1936. But I mean, it's called Murder by Television. She plays like that wide-eyed sort of googly-eyed comic relief maid, which was, she, was kind of her cross to bear. She sort of became a, um, she was really typecast as that sort of, mm, I don't know nothing about birth, no babies, kind of, you know crazy mom. I
0: mean, that was really the only real role for black women
1: yeah, at the time. Pretty much. So
0: it's not like it's not like she could have done what she, Halle Berry does now.
1: Yeah.
2: Who's and, also wildly overrated.
1: Oh wait, oh wait, I think I'm saying that I don't think she is the girl who says I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. I think that was one of the other characters in Gone Within. But anyway, we all know who I'm talking about, right?
0: Yeah, you're wildly racist. Every black
1: woman. (laughs) No, she she looks nothing like, I think Prissy was the girl's name who said that. And she's like this tiny little, anyway, forget I, can we just edit out all those times I said I don't know nothing about birth (laughs) and no (laughs) babies? Not editing this show (laughs) at all. God damn it! it. Oh, I just don't know. I'm just dumb. Damn it! Now everyone's gonna you know. I'm gonna shit you ain't ignorant. You're stupid. <laughs> exactly right. I um, love
2: that. That was so much fun. Wasn't that like, good? I
1: mean, it was just a great song. But the fact that and what's really great, she has this quote that I read. I want one, uh, one time and oh god, I hope I get this right because I'm <laughs> I'm full of shit this whole episode. But she said something like, "I'd rather make." Uh, $700 a week playing a maid. Oh, so she was getting a lot of shit for being typecast as this sort of like, oh, you know, wide eyed, like comic, you know, Aunt Jemima character. And she said, I'd rather get $700 a week playing a maid than earn $7 a day being a maid. So she's it's like, not,
0: I mean, uh, as far as quotes go, it's a little known fact. She was the first one to actually say E equals MC square. <laughs> true.
1: Look it Einstein up. Einstein stole it from her. Look it up.
0: It's he true. had a taste for chocolate too.
1: This is, it's my birthday, I'll lie if I want, I'll make <laughs> up facts if I want to. <laughs> yeah, so that was that, and that's really great, and, um, yeah, Hattie McDaniel, happy birthday. She was born in Wichita, Kansas in, and ni- 1895. She started out doing, like, minstrel, minstrel show stuff with her brother at a minstrel show. I mean, that's
0: cool, I, I always... I love it when you have talented human beings that overcome their station in life, you know, how they, were, they sort of came into this world. And for the majority of these black artists, is, is exactly what they did. They very seldom had any notoriety in life, mm-hmm. but because of others who did have that notoriety, they're, you know, sort of all rounded up and put into camps of wonderful music? Sure. Burned in, burned in ovens of wonderful music.
1: <laughs> wow, here we are again.
0: <laughs> no, but it, you yeah. know it's because you have shows like this that search for music of value. You run across musicians whom you would never hear about mm. otherwise, and you know they never had notoriety or exposure in life. You know, comparatively, now mm. we have the power of the internet and uh, the intertubes so that we can you know share them with the world oh my god and i think it's amazing and hattie mcdaniels is certainly one of them that's worth knowing about whether she said anything correctly quoted or not
1: (laughs) well she was definitely i mean everyone knows her um as you know from gone with the wind i mean Everyone's aware of her, but I don't think that many people are aware that she had a whole another life as a singer, as a um, blues musician. You know, she recorded for OK Records and Paramount, and she went on the road with this uh, show called uh, Professor Morrison's Melody Hounds or something like that. It was like a touring black ensemble in the mid nineteen twenties, and I mean, she had this whole life before Mammy. and um, she was had a great voice. You know, she could have easily. Just just done that, but she you know went ahead and made like I said 300 movies. She made a movie that's with Bella Lugosi, like, that's how crazy! It's fucking cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would, I, I would totally be one of those guys that would try to latch on to a little bit of his notoriety. Like, if I ever had a chance yeah. to be in a movie, I would totally do it. Yeah, like, I can't act for shit, but I would be in that movie. I would be a bellhop, I would be a fuck. I, I don't even, I'd clean a toilet with him in, in the same scene as he walks by or something. Uh-huh. Well, that'd just be awesome.
1: Yeah. Just yep. for
0: me, not not to show anyone, but just for me to, you know, take home and, and masturbate to. Something to paste All in right. your
1: scrapbook, yeah. <laughs> what do we have next? Oh man, what don't we have? No, that doesn't apply. Okay. So isn't that the slice of cake? <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, so next <laughs> I love the num 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 <laughs> I make that noise when I eat mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you num-, num
0: like tacos, too? You're all...
2: Everything. Num- 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 num. <laughs> okay. okay.
1: So, Skip James is next. You're I'm all, so shut fine. up, Adam! You're I the lead. drunk one this time! Yay! Finally, I'm more sober. <laughs> Not entirely, but more sober person. Mm. That almost never happens, That I'm... The... Anyway. Skip James. I'm gonna hit yeah. play. This song. Hit it. I right. oh. Jesus Christ, he's the fucking greatest! Right? drink. Listen to that. Listen to that. So fucking cool. God, he's truly original. Ugh. Oh, I mean, you, you, just... you can argue
0: that a lot of the blues just sort of picking up what the War Bears did. This For guy sure. was all original.
1: I mean, he's standing on the shoulders of giants, to be sure, but he took it to a new fucking level with this, his guitar playing and his voice. I mean, no one else sounds like Skip James. He sounds like a fucking ghost from the other fucking world, you know? That high, like, falsetto that just, it sounds like, um... <laughs> great and that finger he's like I mean I don't even know what to say he's just so you be my fucking good <laughs> would you be my darling, be my hmm. and now did this song was um sort of a tape on uh, Lonnie John well a song that was written by a couple guys Art Sizemore and George Little and but it was um Lonnie Johnson records it, and Lonnie Johnson is absolutely one of the greatest uh blues drink drink, drink. What are the, but, uh, like, the best blues guitar player. He, he went on to play jazz and stuff later, that's how good he was, you know, because really jazz is much more technically um, impressive than blues was, for the most part. But anyway, I'm off on a tangent already. But Lonnie Johnson reported this as, I'm so tired of living all alone, and this is kind of a take on that, which, you know, the blues is great for it. That's why I love the blues, because there's so many, uh, you know, um, like just tentacles that come off from a song. Like you can have one song and like there's 20 other songs that are related to it somehow. You know, not necessarily covers, but are related to it. So unfortunately, that's a really short song. I want it. I I can could play fu- that again. Can we play it again? Because yeah. I. Yeah, let's play it again. All
0: right, I'm gonna We're play gonna... it again. We, we, the first, we've never done this.
1: Because <laughs> it's too short, and I I have like a ton of shit left to say about Give James.
2: I'm listening. To-
1: yeah, so, his isn't, it's so good that it just starts, and then it's like, who, how many guitars is he playing at once, you know? He's just like, <laughs> yeah. he's just got this style that it sounds like there's at least three guitars in the room. But then he starts in with that.
2: It's so fucking
1: good, it's this so is, original, you know?
2: This is one of those, I,
0: I would call it baby making Yeah. Oh,
1: this gets me going for sure. This gets my primed and ticking. (laughs) My turkey baster has popped, baby. (laughs) It's so great. He says, Will you be my little darling? Will you be my dear? I I mean, if somebody said that to me, I'd be like, Yeah, whatever you want. I will be that. Yeah. (laughs) Would you be my little darling? Be my I love girl? it. I mean, it's just. Be my darling, I mean, be I'm sure this guy got so much fucking tail, right? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. like throwing when it at, like, go, take it, I'm like just taking it, I'm like. Just... We'll but, so know, but so this recording, this is made in like the 60s. This recording, but he originally recorded I like, like a baby 30s, maybe? A late 20s, early 30s, I guess. But this is a later recording, he was sort of rediscovered, because he kind of, you know, fell into obscurity, as is the case with a lot of blues, um, time, they sort of fell into obscurity, but he was rediscovered, and, and rediscovered in a big, bad way, like, the uh, Cream covered the song, and, uh, I hope, I think, I think I'm right, <laughs> you know, just throwing yes. that out there, I think it was Cream, and then, um, uh, uh, like, uh, Deep Purple, I think, did a version, maybe of, not, not of the song, but of, of one of his songs, and I mean, he's fucking Skip James. Everyone took from okay. him. So I mean, I could listen. I could literally listen to Skip James all day, every day, and be okay with
0: life. Just as a side note, Deep Purple, another wildly overrated band.
1: Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> so good about them. You know, yeah, smoke in the water. Everybody, you know, they think they're. you and know, that's it's like,
2: it. Like there's.
1: That's
0: it. I, yeah. I've listened to albums. Of theirs, trying to like them. Yeah. I just can't do it. No.
1: Well, I bet there are a lot of people out there who do like them. So them. hats off to you guys because you <laughs> for
0: being able to tolerate shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, you have a high tolerance. For <laughs> you
0: have a high shit tolerance. Congratulations.
2: <laughs> you win. Let me
0: give you a little more. Well, much happier life than after yeah. sure their <laughs> 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 their immune systems are so much greater for it. Mm-hmm. I know, but uh, no thanks. Yeah. You. All right, so, uh, so what's yeah. I don't even want to move on to the next one. I want to hold. I, I kind of want to take that one you. in a little bit more. It's um, great, right? <laughs> that's the type of music that that I, if, it, it, no matter where I am, it will always put me in this really sort of randy mood. I'm using an old mm-hmm. British term there. Um, <laughs> like it just it's just it, it makes you feel good. It makes you want to move, and mm-hmm. there's no better way to do that than having sex. That's just yeah. it
1: yeah but there's something you know there's something profoundly um uh sad too about his music you know it's not
0: oh also uh, a part of me having sex is the, it's very is sad. very it's sad just <laughs> sad at like, the end just, really
1: like two really? women like just cry everyone's crying yeah i'm crying
0: because i'm <laughs> excited they're crying because what just they're happened? ashamed of what <laughs> <to> <laughs> Why, I already had one child with you when I do this again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, a little glimpse inside the Campbell household there. <laughs> Every <night.
2: clears> Oh, <throat> uh, that's great. I,
0: yeah. I, I, I first heard Skip James through a album compilation called Satan's Blues. Oh, okay. And, um, Devil's Got My Woman. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and so I heard that song and I was just... Blown away, just like oh, is this, this oh. is amazing. I, I absolutely his voice is so original. Yeah, I, I mean, it's sort of like you know one of these others. The next one up here is so original in their voice and performance. It's just wonderful. And, it, and one thing I noticed is you can never, you can never recreate that. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: no. Oh God, no! Please don't try. And people, everybody, and stop trying. I'm I mean, saying like,
0: people do. Like they try to. And and I don't know if they try to capture the. The time, the yeah. the acoustics of the,
1: it the era... never the works. I'm, t- I'm telling everyone out there right now, it never works. I mean, it's it, just it, smacks of in-authenticity, of insincerity, you know?
0: Yeah, and, and like on one side of it, I appreciate it because what they're really doing is celebrating that music, but sure. they're also watering it down at the same time.
1: Well, that's why I could never do it. That's why this is the best I can do at honoring it, because I will never cover skip james song and have people go wow that's fucking better than skip james could have done it like that's never gonna be said yeah it's always gonna be some tepid mimicry and it's i mean i'm an asshole like that like authenticity is really important to me and i know you that makes me asshole. a snob oh please. and a snob. you don't even know the half of it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think that's but, why we get along
1: no i don't do we get along is that what you call I this i thought we a, I guess I'm and,
0: completely out of base.
1: Hmm. I, uh, well, no, that's man. cute. I think it's cute that you. you're I
0: That's always nice to hear it's from precious.
1: People. Isn't that precious?
0: That you're precious and cute. <laughs> it's
1: better than the op. Like you're not. If I'm right, six, that, that would
0: be an amazing compliment.
1: Oh, you <gasps> oh you, <boo-boo-boo. gasps> Anywho, um, so. <laughs> that was Skip James. Yeah, nobody oh, can. I mean, you can't. Emulate that. You can't recreate that. It's completely of its time, and it's completely his. And please, everyone, stop trying.
0: <laughs> well, they won't. But I, I do dig it, man. I, I dig yeah. it.
1: Oh, he's oh, so right. great. Please, like everyone, just go listen to everything Skip James has ever done. I have to say though that I prefer his guitar stuff because he did a lot. He did a couple albums that were his like piano blues. I love the piano. I played the piano when I was a kid. I played for many, many years. It's a great instrument, but Skip James really deserved. Like he was, just a, he's a great piano player. He was really an accomplished piano player. But his guitar work is phenomenal. And I yeah. think it for me, I just I much prefer to hear someone just rip it up on the guitar in oh, yeah. blues than yeah, oh, yeah. than piano. For some reason, to me, guitar is the blues, not the piano. And there was I like don't blues. know, man.
0: Hattie did a, a pretty Actually, solid had, yeah.
1: Too. I will say this, when it's a woman and a piano, it's great. I I love it. I almost prefer that. You know, but a man and his guitar, there's something sacred about that. Especially Skip James with that voice and the way he plays. Like, yeah, he man. deserves to be playing, you know, he deserves to be heard playing his guitar yeah, as well man. as he plays. And the piano, you know, it's not bad, of course, but I prefer his guitar stuff.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah,
0: no, I I, I I never really thought about that with the the sex and the instrument, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm I'm gonna have to search because I'm sort of in your camp right now. Yeah, with that I didn't know you played piano.
1: Oh, not I. Like Liberace, I play all like? sorts of. Oh, just like Liberace with a dick up my ass. <laughs> Heyo, no, <laughs> not funny, I guess. Okay, but um, <laughs> don't know why.
0: I don't remember him ever playing with pee pee up his
1: booty. He always had a dick up his ass, Adam.
0: I knew off the stage. I didn't know on the stage.
1: No, when he was on stage. Right. He had a whole candelabra up his ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alright, cool. Good times. Okay. I would like to hear you play sometime.
1: No, no, I'm no good. No, 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 no. Don't get the wrong... Hey, everybody. Chopsticks? <laughs> oh, well, sure. You're I... that? Well, good, I guess. You sure. Pay-to? I'm really, really proficient at chopsticks. I've played every instrument known to man, pretty much, and I suck at them all, so.
0: <laughs> that's nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know you my, played guitar. Yeah, I play, I used to oh, play playing, the bass, the that was my instrument, I played I bass. Played
0: guitar. Yeah, you fit.
1: guitar. Yeah. And the bass.
0: Yep. I did not know you played bass.
1: I did, I did, uh, in a band, in high school, I was in a few bands, we won the battle, uh, we got second place in the battle of the bands when I was a, um, sophomore, I guess, in high school.
0: Wow. Another way of saying that is that you
1: lost the Battle of the Oh, we saw... I <laughs> Hey, I'm surprised we even got any... Maybe there were only two bands. <laughs> I don't know. That could very well be the case. I don't I remember love. it that well, but I do remember that. What we, kind of music? Like rock and roll. Like, uh, I know we did a They Might Be Giants cover. and Oh, we did my gosh! A, we might have done a Doors cover, even. Yes! Oh, I'm in love that with that cover band. Oh, I had a line in, I was supposed to do one line, and I totally, like, pussed out. I was supposed to say, I don't want the world, I just want your half. And I just totally pussed out. I was so scared. <laughs> I was so bad. I was, I was terrible at everything. Hold so. on,
0: this is your birthday episode. You can relive that moment.
1: I don't want to. Let's wanna. do it right now. Just <laughs> say the
0: line. Say the line and own it.
1: Can you do, can you go, Dan, 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 Do You think you can handle that? Okay, now stop. I don't want the world. I just want your half. It's amazing. (laughs) I did it. I'm 15 again, and I'm the talk of the town. You know what?
0: Because you did that line, you win Battle of the Bands. You win.
2: Hey, I'm a winner.
0: Finally,
1: (laughs) 20 years too late. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, well, I'm actually really okay. excited
2: for this next song. <laughs> oh, you should be.
1: Yeah, so this let's... is the shit right here. Let's go ahead and hit play on this one. Now, like I said, today, when everyone's listening to this... Uh, hold on. I got to get up for this. Yeah, get up for this, everybody. Go ahead and snap your fingers if you want to. Mm. So, today, Monday... June 10th is the birthday of the natural born tail dragger, Howlin' Wolf. And this is one of his best songs. There's so many, but, it, I mean, it's just fucking magic. I mean, it's just magic. I don't know what else to say about this, but it's another one like Skip James. Like, there, there's no one that can even come fucking close to Howlin' Wolf. As far as influence goes, like, he's he influenced every note of every song ever written since he was singing this song that is not hyperbole (laughs) i will stand by that statement
0: this song is everything that's good about the blues
1: it's hypnotizing isn't it it's like it's sort of like a almost like a it's just this one chord, like, chord over and over again, you know, it's just like a, and it's ch- like chugging like a smokestack, you know, and it comes from, you know, he was inspired um, sitting watching um, a train, you know, the smokestack lightning is the sparks that came out of the smokestack of the trains that were passing by. So that's where he got the inspiration for it. But he, uh, I think this was recorded in 1956, but in, but earlier he had recorded a song, um, Called "Crying at Daybreak," which was—it had the same lines like "a smokestack, lightning, shine," and just like gold, don't you hear me crying." And it's sort of come—you know—that was sort of based on a Mississippi Chic song. Um, and it is—you know—Hubert uh, Sumlin was the guitar player on this song, and he sort of came up with that really iconic, like chugging—you know—almost like a freight train sounding guitar riff. And it just you know it's just a re- repetitive, but it's re- it's like propulsive and you know just keeps the, it's like a, the fucking uh, coal fire in the freight train. You know that that guitar playing just what propels it forward.
0: There's some there's some artists who sing and they perform well, and then there's artists that feel what they're singing, and yeah. you can tell the difference. And they,
1: Helen Wolf feels it, man, like every yeah. bit of it. Every bit of it.
2: Mm. 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 God damn that is
1: I know. It's oh. just, I don't even, I can't even say anything. It's just so good. <laughs>
0: irony is we talked through the whole
1: thing. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that was badass. Yeah, that's the shit right there. I mean, <clears throat> and and what's great about the you know this episode, I what I tried to do was sort of represent three very distinct styles of blues, but three equally important and impressive styles. You know, we have, like I said, the <clears throat> Hattie McDaniel doing that sort of barrelhouse piano and a woman's style, and then you have Skip James doing the man and his guitar and just that like haunting voice and even the haunting like minor chord guitar playing <clears throat> and then you have Howlin' Wolf you know and it's decade you know the first one started in 1927 i think that was recorded and then Skip James uh recorded that i'm so glad i think in the i think originally in the 30s and then again in the 60s and then Howlin' Wolf with this version uh i think it's from 1950 late, 6 maybe late 50s and it's just You know, Helen Wolf is like the precursor to all rock and roll, you know, in a way. And this song, especially in, oh God, I mean, he's just so good. He's so phenomenal. They all, I mean, all of these are so good, but they're so different, you know, and they're all so good. Uh, Helen Wolf has this one performance that uh, I think is just the quintessential, like, the Howlin' Wolf performance it, and it's great because it's on YouTube it's a live version of his song Highway 49 Highway 49? I hope I got that right um <laughs> where it's yes. just him like yeah we'll go with that just like slinking across the stage and it's like the most sexual thing you know performance and he's talking about oh I just it's just great you'll hear it t- I'm gonna play it tomorrow for his birthday mm-hmm. Monday uh but Helen Wolf, I mean, he's just sex. Like, he's just a stack of sex, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'd fuck him, yeah, for sure.
1: I know you would. <laughs> that goes without saying, Adam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> in fact, pretty much anyone with a little uh, shoe polish on their face and a
2: guitar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did I ta- Oh, did I mention that in my uh, Battle of the Bands, we were all wearing blackface? No. We were no. all corked up. Oh, no. Up. No, of course not. Jesus.
0: Oh, I was actually going to be really super excited about that.
1: Well yeah! In, in that would be awesome. In Are you kidding The nineties, we were all blacked up <laughs> <clears throat> That would be fucking
0: groundbreaking in the nineties. The, yeah. the beginning of the PC world.
1: Yeah, that's true. I'm pretty sure we would have been suspended from school, and I would have a really good story to tell. <laughs> instead, I just tolerance. make them up.
0: <laughs> Zero tolerance for blackface.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually
0: appreciate it. I, I mean, it's, oh, it's great. It's, it's I'm not time, even. Gonna... You know it's it. I'm a fan. All right, I mean, <laughs> not now, maybe. You know, it's
1: Go ahead. Just go ahead and, and give it. Maybe, Why? maybe I'll do that tonight. It's not
0: hurting anyone. <laughs> may hurt me, where I may get hurt walking around in blackface. All right. Well, uh, before we go, a little bizarre. The bizarre. But where can people find Down to the
2: Crossroads online?
1: Oh, you know, Facebook slash Down to the Crossroads, uh, Twitter. Uh, I guess what Chelsea Girl 19 Did you change it? I think it's back to Chelsea World 19. What was it? I forgot now what I've changed it to. Something about uh, labia or I don't know. Something about butt sex, I think. That's what
0: it was. The butt sex. It was... was Butt Butt
1: 69 or something like that. Anyway. You're pretending.
0: (laughs) You still have your t-shirt for it.
1: I know. (laughs)
0: Alright, well, check out Erin online. Follow her on Twitter and or Facebook. And she even has a Tumblr page. And if you're clever, you can figure that out for yourself.
1: Down to the crossroads. Okay. Well,
0: I have to be clever now. Uh, Thank you, Aaron. Happy, happy birthday. I'm hoping that you're going to have more than one. And I'm hoping that it's going to be on nine cents.
1: Well, duh. (laughs) That's
2: so sweet of you. Yeah. me? (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing... (laughs)
0: there's nothing as nice as a good da-da-doy. that's how
1: i re- reciprocate love you know I, josh says i love you and i say <laughs> he loves it it's great we have a great relationship
0: <laughs> or he's gonna end up cutting you up and cooking you
1: probably he'll probably wear my skin
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> those those cartoonists they're fucking crazy yeah so yeah. ed gein cartoonist no, he was not. Nope, totally a cartoonist. Look it up, <laughs> Google it. It's
2: true.
1: Oh yeah, he wrote. He did Garfield, right? Isn't he the first guy that drew Garfield? <laughs> <Ed> <laughs> That'd be Ed awesome. He had really <laughs> weird
0: backgrounds. No one really got him. It was almost like yeah. skin, but it was cool. It was. Cool. It was. It was early. He was. He was a. He was a mover and a shaker in his day. <laughs> Fucking weird. All right, a little bizarre, bizarre. Apropos.
2: Coming up next. bizarre. It's the bizarre of the bizarre. All
0: right, welcome to another Bizarre of the Bizarre. And this time, I'm going to be joined by someone else. This is weird because this is a segment where I talk about like the, the dirty and vile. And it's been a while since I've done one, but just like the, like the last one, it was, it was about shitting.
1: Oh, God. Which was
0: weird. Um, this one. It's gonna be about a little porno and sex, yeah. Aaron. Hey, have you and Yosh Leite ever uh, watched a little uh, porno while you're uh, making the love? Of course, yeah. Do you? Okay, well let me let me do my huh? little segment here, and we'll, yeah. we'll discuss it.
1: I have a lot of opinions
0: <clears throat> about this. So, I I actually again wildly overrated. I think so. <laughs> yeah, horrible. Stop. So my wife and I were watching TV and. I, I you know I just you know sort of I'm a guy, and so I'm always horny, I and mean, he just right. put it out there always,
1: and I'm Aaron, so I'm always horny, <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching uh
0: t v and uh you know, I was like, eh, maybe I'll just pay a little more attention to the wife, and so you know one thing led to another, um and I was one thing you notice when you're married is that you're always you're always sort of experimenting and trying something new. It, It's sort of like you're in your last year of college. You're not really worried about your grades anymore. So you're just trying to do something weird and wild. um,
2: (laughs) So people will remember.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's me and sex. Something weird and wild. Just trying to do something different.
1: That's married sex life. Does
0: not always pay off. Point in fact, it rarely ever pays off. (laughs) But there's always a story. Um, And we, we never watch porn and have sex. Never. It, there's something weird about it to me. Mm. Um, in my opinion, and it just in my personal experience with porn, it's a very much one, like, viewer-centric thing. I don't want to be thinking about other people while I'm focusing on uh, sort of the sensation that I'm vicariously experiencing through this, through this movie. So that's, you know, it, it's hard for me to even consider having someone else in this scenario. But, because I'm always trying to do something different, I... The subject, and she was like, "Well, I don't. I mean, like, I, I guess." And so, I'm getting super excited, like, "Yeah!" But I don't want to show it. You know, I'm trying to be cool about it. Like, "Yeah, baby, what? What do you want to watch?" Pretending like I only can think of maybe one or two types of porn to watch. I think we really. have
1: Debbie Does Dallas, like on oh, the and like, and here's the thing:
0: like, <laughs> if you leave it up to me, it's gonna be some weird shit. <laughs> like, it won't even be stuff. You, I'm not even attracted to it, and I watch it. Like, I don't. It's more about the abs- just weirdness of it that I'm like. Is it ever like about. a
1: challenge? Like, what can I beat off to? Like, can I beat off to like my mom porn or you I know, like off. a challenge in that sense? I have beat off to golf. <laughs> golf. Golf. Nothing oh. exciting about golf. The I mean, Lord. you're just beating off at that point. Like, golf <laughs> just happens to be on. It's not like you're beating off to golf, right? There's or do you hole. actually there, like? There's a hole
0: in golf. And there's balls and there's there's clubs. There's a stick, yeah. I, I have I have a club, involved. and you have
1: holes apparently. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, <laughs> ostensibly, you have holes.
0: As a human being, I do have holes. yes. Right,
1: orifice, orify, orificize. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I don't know. Orifice. i off tracker <laughs> Sorry.
0: Okay, so so I'm I'm like, uh, what do you want? What do you want to watch? You know, because if she tells me I'll do something weird, I don't want to do something weird. So I'm I. First of all, no matter how long you're married. For me, I always am holding back.
2: Sure. I will never
0: let her know how oh, fucked God. up I
2: actually yeah. am.
1: Don't ever do that. I made <laughs> that mistake once. <laughs> and they never let go like, "Do you really? Is that really what you mean? Yeah. You, know, you become a monster once. Yeah. Yeah. And there's
0: no that you cannot re- Can't take like, it reverse back. anything. Oh no no, no, no reset. Nope. So you know, obviously I have to ask her. I can't even do anything myself about it because I have to pretend like I don't have every porn site queued in my <laughs> bookmarks on my browser. Like,
1: you type the like any letter of the alphabet in your search engine and it automatically fills into porn. <laughs>
0: Seriously. Like, you
1: porn, fuck face, like... <laughs> Is there
0: every yeah. single one is there? So you know, what do you want to watch, baby? And she's like, I, I don't know. And so I have to go kind of with a safe thing because I know that if I say like, I'm just going to throw something out here that I watched earlier today, um uh, Futanari midgets, then.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> Super nope, <laughs> <but>
2: not interested. <laughs> <laughs> so if I
0: just say something weird like that, she just be like, and, and the worst part is, is like, there's like, I don't even find anything exciting about anything like right. that. Like no. it's, it's just the weirdness of it that I get excited about. It's not the thing. Mm-hmm. It's the weirdness of it. So, I I have to do something tame and damn. Oh, do you want to see two girls making love? You know, and and the weird thing is, like, you're all, like, snuggling and and making out and kissing and touching and feeling and pinching and, you know, doing all your weird things, like prodding with a stick. Like, that's my move, is the stick. Like, she's a dead person. You're just like, oh, why'd you hit me in the eye? Oh, okay, no, wait, I just want to make sure. uh, (laughs) getting prodded with a sex stick. I don't even use it for the sex, just the prodding part. And then um, you know, so I'm like, "Well, what about you know some lesbians? You want to watch some girls making out?" And she's like, "Uh, "Okay, I know she's not into it, but I don't fucking care. I just want to watch porn, you know." How how long have you been married? Well, you know when when the meteor hit the earth and killed off the dinosaurs. (laughs) So right
1: after that, (laughs) she doesn't listen to the show, huh? She won't anymore. (laughs)
0: Uh, I'll be in a studio apartment with my gun on my fucking table.
1: (laughs) Open your (laughs) (laughs) four-year-old So, (laughs)
0: please let her come over. The gun is on the end table. Let's just fucking end this. Um, So, maybe that's what happened. Uh, So, I, I turn it on and immediately, like immediately, I'm reminded about why I hate porn. Like, I... I watch yeah. porn all the time but I, it's shameful. I, I really don't like it and I don't like it because I feel like I shouldn't like it I don't like it because it's horrible yeah. like there's nothing attractive about it yeah. it's people angry and pissed yeah. off about their private parts and other people's <laughs> and they're just making noises that normal human beings don't ever make yeah. and so it's I you know I'm trying to focus not on the porn which argues why the fuck did you turn it on? Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing and experiencing, you know, poking her in the eye with my stick, my right. sex stick now. Right. No. And <laughs> I'm being pulled out of my mind, like out of my thought process by the completely horribly fake, uh, Well. Uh, uh, you know, he's Yeah,
1: horrible. I get you. Here's what you have to do, Adam, and that's look up amateur porn on the internet.
0: Cause okay, I didn't want to give my little... No private passion, but that's it, actually. Oh,
1: everyone, (laughs) duh, like, duh-doy, Adam. Like, the only good porn (laughs) is amateur porn anymore. It's like, picture, you know, it's actual people who are actually couples, who maybe even actually be in love, just filming themselves fucking in their amateur, in love, real bedroom. You know, that's where porn's at. Oh, it's great. I mean, it's, it's real, you know, it's not fake tits and fake sex it's just two people like hey we love to fuck like don't That's, you yeah. think people want to watch us fuck and- I remember
0: before I started becoming sexually active watching porn with you know buddies like they, mm-hmm. it was like a secret society like hey this is my brother's dad's tape like VHS it's a porno you want to watch it so a bunch of guys would just get around and just watch it like what yeah, the so fuck <laughs> I watched a girl put her finger in a butthole for the first time I was mm-hmm. like what the fuck why would anyone ever do it? you know it was just and then like, you ah. tried it you're like oh
1: I get it <laughs> <laughs>
0: later I would learn about the prostate so <laughs> I like it, it was it was just you know this sort of weird thing of, of being pulled out of what it was actually a really good moment Mm-hmm. for the stupid sound and we got into it wanting to have sex and wanting to have passionate sex and maybe turned on a little bit more and it ended up with us sitting down and doing a little mystery science theater 3000 oh, that's so
1: fucking great yeah <laughs> like
0: it was so there great. was no sex to be had because of this yeah.
1: horrible
0: air quotes professional porno going on
1: it you have to admit that that's almost better than sex. Is like MST three King a movie, a porno movie. It's almost better than having sex. I am a fan of the orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean if I could have
0: like a mix of both, that would be awesome. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. yeah, it was just this weird moment. So has have you yeah. ever uh, have you ever done that? You've Watch porn? Yeah. Oh, no, I mean like oh. been pulled like the whole reason of watching porn is so that you can get oh. into it, but you got out of it because of it.
1: I I know better. I know that you only go str- you go oh, straight to amateur you. porn. I am that's better that. than you, Adam. Everyone else got it. I didn't it. know I had to explicitly say it. I thought it was just obvious. Yeah, well yeah. now I know. It's, well, I'm glad you brought you it, it up because that's what esteem. I want to spend the next hour talking about. Is so how much better I am.
0: Shoot myself with my fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, amateur porn is where it's at, 'cause it's it's not. It's normal people. It's people who look wor- like uglier than me, and they're just getting off, like just in the most like, you know. Sometimes it's just regular sex, and sometimes it's weird shit. But it's no matter what, it's still people who are uglier than me, not people who are have bigger faker boobs than me and have you know beautiful porn star you know quote unquote beautiful porn star face and body. It's like women who are fatter and saggier and older and uglier you know and it's just normal people like <clears throat> like having sex and
0: you yeah you know I'm really really excited that you said that I mean real, don't turn on your camera right <laughs> now because you are going to be some bad stuff oh I'm
1: completely naked I'm actually <laughs> jerking off right now and you say the word porno and I just put that's that. awesome
0: oh, I ding <laughs> happy birthday to me
2: Yo. yeah no
0: but it, it makes yeah. me feel better that I'm not the only one that totally oh, no. hates traditional porn. is gross. Porn. Like, it is ridiculous. It's
1: become something disgusting. Like the first porn I ever saw was behind the green door. Wow. Why I why wow. I walked in on my parents' washing behind me, where it was allowed to stay there, that's a whole nother story. Can they that that
0: explain the... why you call it your daddy's best friend?
1: <laughs>
2: <Yes>.
1: <laughs>
2: Booyah! <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. I'm pretty sure I never called it that. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, so and that was back in the 70s, porn was good, you know, but now it's all like you know, tattooed girls with piercings. Not that I, obviously, I'm a tattooed girl with piercings, but, and, and then with fake tits, and then just, ma- like, shaved, completely bald pussies, and just making these really, I mean, it's so fake, you know? It's just yeah. porn. The industry has just become so neutered and sanitized and fake. You know, everything's plastic. Where So, you you know, you kind of have to go back to, you know, just normal, like, what porn was in the 70s was just you know, Debbie does Dallas, like, bad acting, even, like, oh, Mr. Hardwick, like, (laughs) you know, it's just silly. Like, it's almost, it's almost has that element of, like, this is ridiculous. This is just, like, two awkward people, like, having pretty dope sex, or, you know, pretty, like, these people have worse, more awkward sex than I do. That's kind of what I want to see is just two people, like, bumping uglies or, you know, like, accidentally sticking it in the butthole and, accidentally <laughs> yeah
0: oh i'm sorry honey i didn't realize
1: oops was that your Is that, butthole? does that feel good though
0: but i mean you know, do you I'm like there... that
1: because we i can keep doing it if you like it. i mean it's it's, oh. it's almost it's actually dangerous if i go <clears> take <throat> it out of your butthole and put it
0: Aaron, you just yeah. became my favorite human being of all time <laughs> I, i'm not the only one to think this <laughs> I have the fortune of saying it. <laughs> well, I so
2: think funny. a lot of women think like me. A yeah. lot of women
1: love to watch amateur
0: porn while they're getting fucked in the ass. Oh, ah, all right. <laughs> well, there it is.
2: Just
1: kidding. Hi, people.
0: Hey, and, and on that note, I'm going to carry that one for a while. That's going to do it for another show.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Happy everyone.
0: Thank you, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed it. And we would love to hear from you. That's right. If you haven't reached out and sent a message to Aaron... No one's Thanking her. Do it. (laughs) All those weirdos that send me voicemail messages. Yeah, you girls, I heard. And you are fucking weird for sending that. Send it to Erin. She wants to hear it. I don't. I
1: really want to hear that.
0: You don't. It's not worth it. (laughs) I shouldn't have even mentioned it because it's going (laughs) to encourage them. But send your messages to Down the Crossroads. Send her, uh, I don't know what you do in the Twitterverse. You just say at their name or something but just include her in a tweet so that she can see it let her know what an amazing job she's doing and continue to send correspondence to me because i'd love to hear it let me know of any suggestions critiques corrections general comments favorite porno sites free porno sites if there's certain <laughs> porno actors you like and i don't like that i may not know of you know send me a little uh, face shot uh, boobie shot uh you can visit the Satanet net facebook google us Twitter, MySpace page for 9 cents, and get updated on weekly topics. Listen to the show at RadioFreeSatan.com or download the show Monday nights via my RSS feed found at 9. Does anyone even look up RSS yes. feeds? Yeah, uh-huh. Alright. Well, we're also on Last.fm, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube, so look for us there. You can subscribe via 9 cents. No, you can subscribe to 9 cents via iTunes by searching mm-hmm. 9 cents. And don't forget to leave a rating or comment, you fuckers. I really sure. do need ratings and comments, people. Like, Everyone really.
1: These ratings and comments. Not, not for them. me.
0: Not for me. I need it so people can hear about Aaron. I need it so people can hear about Darren. I need it so people can hear about Jesse. And uh, soon
1: I got some more
0: coming on the show,
1: people. Let me just say, can I just say Jesse's segment is fucking phenomenal. Darren's Jeez. was was really great too, but as a woman, Jesse, I want this this woman should be everyone's best friend. She's She's got it fucking figured awesome. out,
0: you know. Yeah, no. I, I totally dig that girl. And mm-hmm. I've got more Coming in the coming weeks, so she's going to continue putting out some amazing, amazing content. Great. Yeah, um, I, it's nice to know that you actually listen to the show.
1: Of course, I did. I didn't think you did every oh. episode. Huh. Interesting. So uh, I would
0: like to learn. <laughs> I would like to learn if you would like to learn. I know one or two things, but I, I can still learn a few things uh, about the Church of Satan. Visit churchofsatan.com. And if you'd like to hear other five satanic voices, musical personalities, visit radiofreesatan.com, the source for online satanic media. Oh, uh, hey, Aaron, did you know hey. that Radio Free Satan is getting together in a week or two? <gasps> I did.
1: I did know. Wait, it's the...
0: When is it going to be? It's going to be on the 16th, I think. Mm-hmm. And it may or may not be a live cast <gasps> Ooh. if mm-hmm. I am included in this, (laughs) I may or may not want to have you a part of it. Oh, I'd love to be Hey, would you want to do, this may be a spoiler, (laughs) Mm. would you want to
1: do
2: a fake
0: porno with Josh?
1: Yes. I'm going to say yes, and then I I don't know what that means, but yeah. No, but
0: okay, so you do like (laughs) like our cold entrance almost, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to walk in. Yeah, yeah, and of I'm course. Gonna be like, no, 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 no. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. It's, <laughs> don't it's all good. No, don't no, stop no,
1: no, no. Don't up. Show up. Come here. Like, yeah, like that. But, yeah, yeah, we do
2: that.
0: Cool. All right. All right. Well, uh, I don't. I. I doubt this will ever happen to people, but yeah, I'm just saying. If it does, we'll
1: probably know. do it, but it may not ever air. <laughs> Actually,
0: we'll do it, and then I'll just play the audio while I'm getting it on. <laughs> That's our Fair I'm enough.
2: Else.
0: Once again, thank you for joining me and Aaron. Hey. Okay. And as always, I am your host, co-host Adam Campbell.
1: And I'm the co-host Aaron Casaval and I love Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday next week, to me
0: everyone. Hail Satan.
1: Hail Satan.